Hey, this is Sophia from CNET, here with the top tech stories of the day. The holiday shopping season is fast approaching, and Apple has begun lining up its new devices, including its latest entry-level iPad and iPad Air, which the tech giant revealed at a launch event Tuesday. The new iPad Air gets a bigger screen, at 10.9 inches from 10.5. That bump up in display size was made possible by removing the home button on the front of the device. Now, Touch ID will be available on the top button instead. The device will switch over to a USB-C connection from Apple's own Lightning port, a move Apple has already done with its iPad Pro and laptop line. The processor will be upgraded to the new A14 Bionic chip from the A12 Bionic, which was first introduced in 2018. Apple pitched the new processor as powerful enough to handle tasks like editing 4K video and playing graphics-intensive games. The Air will come in five colors, silver, space gray, rose gold, green, and sky blue. It will be available starting at $599 and go on sale next month. The new 8th generation entry-level iPad starts at $329 and is $299 for education customers. The 10.2-inch device, which offers the same display size as before, will be available starting Friday. It gets the A12 Bionic, a boost from the 4-year-old A10 Fusion in the prior model. The two updated tablets were introduced after Apple already refreshed its top-tier iPad Pro in March. Also, in recognizing the 10th anniversary of the iPad's launch, Apple revealed it's already sold over 500 million of the devices. While the iPad isn't nearly as popular or profitable as Apple's iPhone, it's becoming a more critical part of Apple's lineup during the coronavirus pandemic, with millions of customers upgrading their devices for work from home and remote learning setups. Showing that strength already, the tablet market posted a huge gain in the second quarter this year, after two prior quarters of declines. The PC market has seen a similar boost, even amid a global economic shutdown. Like many companies, Apple has struggled with manufacturing and delivery delays driven by the coronavirus, which has upended billions of lives around the globe. In February, before the disease was widely detected in the U.S., Apple warned that the virus was slowing manufacturing and supplies in China. The country is a primary hub for assembling most of Apple's devices and has struggled with manufacturing delays for the wider tech industry as well. Apple's upcoming phone, called the iPhone 12 in rumors, is likely to be hit by similar delays. In June, Apple said it expected that the new iPhone would be released a few weeks later than normal, which means potentially pushing the iPhone's launch into October or November. In other news, here's CNET's Rebecca Flanor. Ever since Apple launched its first smartwatch back in 2015, the Apple Watch has been a highly prized wearable across many different demographics, even though the price tag made it unaffordable for some. That changed on Tuesday when the company announced the Watch SE, a more affordable watch for those whose budgets previously didn't stretch to Apple smartwatch ownership. With the product starting at $279, Apple is looking to appeal to a new audience of smartwatch wearers, including children. The new Apple Watch family setup feature lets people connect multiple watches to one iPhone, and Apple is clearly hoping parents can be convinced to invest in a smartwatch for their beloved offspring. Though it's much like the current Series 3 watch in appearance, the Watch SE contains a more powerful processor than Apple's older timepiece. The Series 3 dates back to 2017, so customers may be reassured to know Apple is doing more than rebadging an old product. The company has given the gadget a much-needed internal refresh to make it relevant in 2020 and beyond. As you might expect from a less expensive model, the SE doesn't have all the advanced features of Apple's higher-end watches, such as fall detection or an ECG monitor. But it has a number of fitness tracking capabilities. 
The company also promises larger and easier to read metrics on its most advanced watch display, which is actually 30% bigger than the screen on the Series 3. Apple's September event is usually an opportunity for the company to show off its latest iPhones, but with no phones making an appearance Tuesday, watches were able to take center stage. We're expecting to see Apple unveil the iPhone 12 in just a few weeks, but until then, the company has offered up some things to get excited about. Among the announcements Apple made at Tuesday's event, the unveiling of the Apple Watch SE stands out for potentially bringing a much-loved and lusted-after product to a fresh audience. Though seasoned smartwatch owners, or those who require deeper insights into their health metrics, may still be drawn to the more expensive top-of-the-range Apple Watch, the SC may do a fine job of serving the majority of people looking for an attractive and capable smartwatch. The Watch SE could also benefit Apple by allowing it to hold on to its position as market leader in global sales of wearables. A less expensive smartwatch might allow the company to lure in buyers who might otherwise have opted for a budget fitness tracker from rivals such as Fitbit. Finally, YouTube is getting on the short-form video craze. In a blog post, the Google-owned video platform detailed its new format, which it calls Shorts. Designed as a new short-form video experience right on YouTube for creators and artists who want to shoot short, catchy videos with their phones, the Shorts will be capped at a maximum of 15 seconds per clip. TikTok allows for 60-second videos, while Instagram's Reels are also maxed at 15 seconds. As with TikTok or Reels, music can be added to the clips with YouTube providing tools to edit multiple video clips together, and speed controls, timer, and countdown options for recording hands-free. Like with TikTok, swiping vertically from one Shorts video will let you move to a new one. The new format will be available on Android phones in India over the next few days, with YouTube's Chris Jaff noting in the blog post that the company will continue to expand to iOS devices and in more countries soon. YouTube's news comes as Oracle confirmed it would be the technology partner for TikTok in the U.S., after pressure from the Trump administration for the app, which is owned by Chinese company ByteDance, to find a U.S. home. For more of the top tech stories, visit CNET.com.